All right, sorry about that. So uh, with me tonight, I have Gavin Sharma from Terratech Industries. <laughs> Happy November, ladies and gentlemen. Thank you so much for joining us this evening. It is Behind the Bunker, 8.05-ish. We see lots of frustration, not only in the studio, but out in the world. Hopefully, we can alleviate some of that frustration tonight. It's a paintball show. Glad you're here. Hit like, share, and tag a friend or three in the chat, and we're going to get rolling. Hey, nice to see Rhino Dragons logged in. Whoa. We had the full gap this past weekend, which we'll talk about briefly in a second. But before we do that, we should introduce Joe Kimson. He's from Flaggers Paintball. Hey, greetings, and thanks for tuning in tonight to Beautiful Behind the Bunker. Yes, I missed you all, all y'all last week, but we're going to make up for it tonight with a really great show. So uh, really, really great show. So I'm going to turn you over to uh, Todd again, and he'll talk more. So here's the question. Are we freezing right now as I'm speaking? If you guys could post up and let us know. Seems to be working okay now, so that's good. And then uh, I'm going to introduce him. Normally he doesn't want to be, but let's introduce Josh Zubizabrikas. Yeah, and uh, I missed some of you um, last week when I was at home, and some of you I didn't, and you know if I didn't because I wrote you a letter. Are we going to be doing feats of strength soon? Is <laughs> No, but I did get the aluminum pullout. Nice. So thank you guys for tuning in. Uh, we have a couple things to get to tonight. We have uh, two topics we're going to discuss. One uh, we post up on social media was, what is your ritual or superstition Very before playing? Very superstitious. <laughs> and uh, so we'll talk about that shortly. As well as, is there something that you guys carry that maybe you don't need to be on the playing field? Uh, didn't think of that topic until I saw that picture, and I'm like, Jesus. Got a lot of wares. Got just a lot of cheesies in there. Is that a, <laughs> is that a Fortnite? I'm not sure what that is, but my back is just hurting looking at it. So we'll get to those uh, <laughs> shortly. So thank you guys for tuning in. Um, we will make an announcement uh, in just a couple of seconds here. But uh, before we do that, World Cup, ladies and gentlemen, is uh, this week coming up. If you guys haven't got your account for Go Sports, make sure you get that all rectified. And uh, that is only all that starts in, well, three days. Or you can watch Major League Paintball live coverage of the semi-pro and women's play all weekend. That's where I'll be. Uh, go ahead and check that out. Follow Major League Paintball on any of your social media platforms. Exciting news, not the announcement, but some exciting news. Um, the NXL has been approved for gambling in the state of Colorado. Get Getting approval in one state is a huge first step in the process. It will officially expedite the process in other states. For World Cup, betting will be offered at betfredsports.com. Great. Really? So now my paintball problem can have another problem. <laughs> awesome. <laughs> so I had to bet, bet Fred, and then only in the state of Colorado, uh, there's a slight chance they'll be offered larger betting platform, uh, but they'll wait and see for now. But I went and logged in today because I have a problem, and uh, all you have to do is say you're betting in Colorado. And you'll be able to uh, get that. And you can get it on your mobile app. You don't have to just uh, Google it or check it out on your Chrome. And it's uh, Android friendly as well. So you can definitely check that out. Why'd you look at me when you said that? <laughs> wow. You and your pixelated phone. Uh, so I'll be I'm down. in depression land with an iPhone. Oh, that's right. You're back with an iPhone. How's that going? <laughs> Maybe we'll find out after I, the after show. I miss everything about an android phone oh give it a break <sighs> i never will um i walked by your car the other day and i saw a, a white apple sticker on it but we'll get to Ooh, that yeah. what a good idea <laughs> <laughs> now maybe i put it on there but Did some... you see my jesus fish <laughs> <laughs> so we'll uh yeah we'll talk about that later so world cup is this week if you guys are gonna be down there let me know i'll be down there come by and say hi i'll be at the semi how, why did I say that? Say hi. Hi. Hey, guys. See me and George Hay at the semi-pro field. We'll be broadcasting Is over there. Is Phoenix Gasparini going to be there? Because I suspect you'll get a hot dog as well. I hope Phoenix Gasparini drives down to Florida. Uh, I think it's pronounced hot dog. Hot dog. Hot yeah, dog. Yeah. I don't know why I posted this picture, Joe, but... Uh, I saw that. Did I send it to you? That's no, Golden I just saw Corral. it before the show. The chocolate wonderful. I may go celebrate the 50 years of Golden uh, Corral and then spend the next two days in the latrines. Come um, on. <laughs> time out for one second. Yeah. I have major announcement. Uh-oh. While looking at fast food here, McDonald's is coming out with their own branded Crocs. 
McDonald's Crocs are coming with um, what do they call them? Giblets. Giblets. Are they made the of fryer gibble. oil? I cannot wait to get myself a pair of Grimace shoes. <laughs> oh, a Grimace giblet. I what can't wait called? to get my hands on your giblets. To be honest. <laughs> oh, whatever. Well, yeah. John Jones says Leds is going to be there at World Cup. I, I, he told me I'm looking forward to that. There'll be lots of, uh, lots of uh, peeps down there at uh, World Cup this year. I don't know how many teams have you guys seen any stats yet? I have, I have not. not. I have not either. Um, Gibbets, thanks, Lisa. <laughs> Aren't they called giblets? Gibbets. <laughs> Apparently not giblets. It's gibbets. Doesn't uh, I was going to call them nipples for a while, but gibbets uh, are from turkeys. Giblets are what you put on your Crocs, isn't it? <laughs> what do you pull out of the turkey? <laughs> Gibbets. There you go. All right. So part of the new announcement, ladies and gentlemen, uh, there is going to be, uh, first of all, NXL is going to have a Las Vegas event as their opening event. You can see the poster here. That's going to happen on March 8th to 10th. And they're hosting a massive player party uh, that's going to be down there as well. So if you guys are planning on attending the very first one, make sure you check that out. And there's a bunch of other fun things that are going to happen down there as well. Um, why don't we actually we'll, we'll we'll wait on the video for a second here but one thing i wanted to tell you what the announcement is today is uh is this uh the summit the major league paintball together with our brand partners have been collaborating to get you all the biggest industry trade show in conference uh so they're taking over for paintball extravaganza this year and that's going to happen uh at the las vegas event in March. So you're going to go to the Las Vegas event, play the event, go to the event, and then on the Monday, Tuesday, right after the event is when the summit starts, uh, which is pretty cool. There have been many changes throughout the past year, uh, and we can't wait to see all the all of you gathered in support of the sport that we all love, which is paintball. There will be This will be the first conference that Major League Paintball will be hosting, and uh, we want the first one to be the biggest and uh, set, a, set a precedent. Now, here's what I find interesting. It says the Summit Conference uh, will help you to be on top of the industry. The event is open to individuals interested in growing the sport, not only in the U.S., but worldwide. If you are a player, a paintball field or store owner, aspiring player, or entrepreneur, be the first in line as we open the conference pre-registration up on November 12th. Um, so if you guys, the, the website will be uh, live shortly. What are the dates, Todd? So it is uh, March 11th and 13th. So it's funny. So the paintball pause. extravaganza is open to everybody. Is open to everybody. Wow, whether fantastic. you're a player or in the industry. And is it, it looks the first like time ever? It's the... Uh, I think so. I don't remember. Maybe I'm wrong, but I don't remember ever having a paintball extravaganza, having it open to the public. It was where the industry comes together, yeah. and it was just yeah. for uh, for insiders. So because it's tied in with the NXL and because they're partnering with all of their brand partners and sponsors, it sounds like they will have all of the major players at this. So this will be a major uh, major event and again if you happen to be in Las Vegas anyways for the trade show this might be something you want to stick around an extra day for or two and uh, and hobnob with the industry yes sir um, there were there will also be um, uh, summit awards so they're going to be doing an award ceremony live as well from I was going to call it paintball extravaganza and I apologize it's going to take summit. some time to get it so it'll be the summit. Uh, so yeah, I, I'm I'm pretty excited. I don't know if anyone else cares, but this is this is pretty big. Well, I know there was a long time ask from uh, the paintball public about opening up either a day or so to yeah. the former extravaganza. Yeah. Uh, so this is sort of going to meet the needs of everybody, both the industry and the individual player. Yeah. Uh, so hopefully people get behind it. It sounds yeah. exciting. Well, let's check out the. There's a quick uh, quick teaser video for Summit. So let's check that out.
So as Gavin was was excited, now that NXL is having betting, <laughs> now you can go to NXL Las Vegas, get your bets in, and stay at the Sahara for uh, for the summit. And whatever's lost in Vegas stays in Vegas. <laughs> oh, Vegas. So pretty excited about that. Um, all that information is going to come out in the next day or two. So watch uh, Major League Paintball's website uh, for more information about that. And not only will they have the first tournament there of the 24 season, they're going to have the summit, but they're also going to have the summit awards. And uh, they're going to be giving away awards for, you know, you know the most innovative, uh, innovative? Uh, products and the the most. Uh, the, I, I read it before. Sorry, um, the worst, be- worst player ever. <laughs> yeah, I'm not going to butcher. There's a video. Let's let's watch the video. It'll tell you more. March break? I'm not sure to be it's honest. Canadian. So Canadian March break? hopefully behind the bunker we'll get in on the live stream and we'll be able to help bring the icon award, or not the icon the um, summit awards to uh, to you guys. Uh, hopefully we're we're a part of that. Are you guys interested in going to Vegas and and doing any of this? Yeah, buddy. Are you allowed to cross the border, Gavin? Uh, once my bracelets off, I'll be okay. Nice. I guess that gives you some time. Dude. Yeah, Joe. Yeah, I think so. They, if nothing else, there's good food in Vegas. Fresh sushi and seafood get flown in every morning. There's the chef tasting menu at the Craft Steakhouse. Damn right. Well, I don't know what to get. Let's just order off the menu, says. Says someone. Um, Josh, what about you? You have you up for some Vegasing? Probably not. <laughs> <laughs> Ask him after the show when we're not live. Yeah, at least he's honest. Um, we'll have to make up an excuse of where he's going. We got to clean the studio for a week. <laughs> so there you go. Uh, more information is going to be released in the next couple of weeks. And uh, uh, if you don't want to stay at the Sahara, then obviously there's lots of places. It's not the only hotel in Vegas. I think it's. I think the Palms. Maybe there. Okay. I heard something. I heard that it's not the only one, but it's the only one that counts. Oh, I like it. You're part of the marketing department. Yeah. Jason Diff says it's only three quarters of an hour from his home. There you go. Um. Could make the whole hour, eh? So are you saying we're staying with you? I got us a room uh, at a place that charges by the hour. It does have some magic fingers, and it's near um, a uh, drive through trap chapel. So I don't know where that is in, cl- in relation to Sahara, but... Either way, I'm coming with a pocket full of quarters. Um... <laughs> uh... Thomas Burke says he's already topless. <laughs> nice. <laughs> That's nice. Free the nips. Yeah. Uh, but there are lots of inexpensive places to stay. You don't have to stay at the Bellagio or you don't have to stay at Caesars Palace. You can stay wherever you want. And uh, the nice thing about Vegas is there's trams that get you uh, tramps too, but their trams will get you everywhere uh, through Las Vegas. Look for the Adam's apple if you're looking for trams. <laughs> <laughs> Isn't that what you mean? Yeah, I think that's exactly, that's what, he exactly what he was talking about. Yeah. Oh. So we are up, ladies and gentlemen, for the best podcast. I'm just kidding. I have no idea. (laughs) (laughs) All right. So, yeah. So check that out, ladies and gentlemen. When we have more information, we'll post it up as well so you can follow along at home. Uh, With World Cup as well, uh, I I told uh, the guys at Wasaga that I would uh, give them a little bit of promo here. So they're setting their, uh, their team to NXL World Cup, and they're hosting a raffle fundraiser. Uh, for 35 bucks, there's only 100 spots. And uh, there's 10 prizes, and one of them is this butte. Um, so if you guys Woo! are looking for a shock, HK Army Shocker Amp, a JT Paintball, 8-Bit Skull, uh, handcrafted walnut coffee table, 
retro uh, Wasaga uh, running man sweater, RJ1K paintball sweater, and, and $50 gift certificates, stuff like that. I mean, for 35 bucks, that's one in a hundred. Well, that's, that I possibly go wrong. Well, exactly. That's like five in a hundred, 10 in a hundred. Oh, yeah, no, sorry. It's one in 10 is what I should say. I like them odds. That's not bad. 35 bucks for one in 10 odds. So check out Wasaga Beach adventures if you'd like to uh, gamble on that if you'd like to do that uh joe lemieux says behind the bunker has my vote (laughs) good we're gonna need all of you if we're gonna try to get this so um all right well why don't we move on ladies and gentlemen so we have two topics to get to tonight we have the vault to get to and maybe some prices right if there's time uh so again uh, we'll release information about uh, the new Paintball Summit as we get that. So maybe follow us on our social media channels. So why don't we watch Joe's From the Vault segment, and uh, we'll be right back. Hey, it's uh, Joe from Flaggers Paintball here with another segment of From the Vault, where we go back in history, back in the early days of paintball, and we explore something cool. This week, we are going to talk about the 12 gram and how it revolutionized powering your paintball guns in the day. But this is what came next. This is the predecessor to the regulator. This is the thermal valve. This large monstrosity sat on top of a a 12 ounce or a 10 ounce tank often. And you would put on a hose and then there'd be a dummy CO2 that went into your paintball marker. Usually your Bushmaster, your Aerostar Eliminator, maybe your PMI-1, PMI-3, whatever. But you'd have a hose. You'd fill this up, you'd have to unscrew this to fill it, you'd have a special fill adapter, then you would just open the valve like your garden hose at the side of your house, and you would power. But this is really what what came after 12 gram, and this is what started the constant air revolution, if you will. Anyway, guys and girls, thanks for watching From the Vault, and we'll see you next time. Pew, pew. I thought that was sort of a cool product. You know, when you think about where, where the sport has, has come from in the early days of just having 12 grams to, you know, once it sort of did went up the East Coast, hit the Midwest, and then jumped into California, then you had, you know, some guys in it really innovating, innovating, you know, some of the, the products and equipment. And, you know, Gramps and Grizzly really did, had the first, that I'm aware of, had the first constant air adapters, and they used those tanks um, and they had the thermal valve on and they rigged up dummy CO2s with hose lines and stuff so you didn't have to carry around a 12 gram so really that that was the first you know major one of the first major innovations next to like the 40 round hopper or you know the oil can on top of your gun with taped on or whatever but you know those were leaps and bounds ahead of the you know the now spot 007 with just the 10 round tube or the pgp with that would hold nine rounds yeah. or the eight shot you know semi-automatic repeater that the aga would use when i first came into paintball and i saw those tanks i thought there was a fire extinguisher like with that weird sure. nozzle yep. on the top the noozle yep. the noozle yeah, before you put your who's on it. And the pin the pin valve didn't come out probably for another year or two later. You you know, you had the companies ha- at that point hadn't standardized like your direct feed your direct feed nipples for your for putting a hopper on weren't standardized. The ASAs weren't standardized. Not it's not until you know 2 or 3 years down down the road that you had companies standardizing the size of the you know where the hopper goes and where the the tank would screw in on the asa like it's not this this didn't just happen overnight this was like a whole evolutionary process where you know you had 12 grams and you had thermal valves and then you had pin valves and it's you know you have to if if you're just getting in the sport now or in the last five or ten years and electros have been out and motorized hoppers and all kinds of stuff like you missed you missed like the model t stages and the flintstones with their car and someone making a wagon like we're, we're talking like just the original paintball if you think about it guys it's like throwing a stick in the water and it floats and that's like your first thing and then they end up with a you know to the point now where like we're at a hydrofoil or hydroplane so like that's the evolution yeah yeah Hey, Brian Foster says, uh, standardized nipples. 
says Joe. Yes. <laughs> that is a direct quote. Yeah. Um, so there. Yeah. So if you guys have any requests for Joe, send them in to show at behindthebunker.com or send a message to any of our social media outlets. Um, so we talked briefly tonight about the topics at hand. We're going to go through this one pretty quick. What is your rituals or superstitions before playing? And we'll go around the horn in just a moment. But we'll also find out if you guys are watching live right now, either on YouTube or on Facebook, put in your superstitions. And I'll give you one example. Um, For me, every time I walk on the field, whether I'm playing recreational or speedball, I always fill up my tank. As the last thing I do is I go on the field, even if I don't need to. It's just going through that. It's like superstition. It it just, it's something I have to do. so yeah, let us know what you guys think. Uh, Bob Spisser says, uh, "Doesn't Tipman bring out the pin valve?" I don't know. I don't. I don't, I don't know. I wonder if Bob Spicer is watching from his hot tub this evening. <laughs> is he all man? Inquiring man wants to know. <laughs> um, Keith Kissel says, "I'll take Stevie Wonder for five thousand. Gavin, you already sang that tonight didn't you i did <laughs> uh you better mention my gavin quote says brian foster <laughs> i agree where is it i have to scroll it's back gold. what was it i don't know it's uh <laughs> i think you made somebody it was in the sheets uh, earlier oh gotcha okay so i do have a couple of quick sheets but i didn't print them all off let's go around the horn jo- uh gavin what about you what do you have that's a quick quirk or, or a ritual that you have to do I'm uh, gonna have to come back to me. Clearly, I grabbed the wrong sheets. Okay, Bob. Sp- yeah, well, I'm talking about you yourself. Bob Spicer says, "I am in the hot tub, Todd." <laughs> uh, all tubs that Bob has are hot. Says Brian Foster. <laughs> Devon Deuce in the live chat says, "Have to listen to Wu Tang Clan." Thirty-six members on the drive to the field. Six chambers. Uh, 30- Thirty-six chambers. Sorry. Um, and the Wu Tang Clan ain't nothing to mess with. No. And the children. Sean Cap says, let's talk about Fulda. We were not invited to Fulda, Sean. So uh, we're not. No, I'm just teasing. We missed out on Fulda again this year, unfortunately. It's just the way the calendar lines up. Uh, we heard it was pretty awesome. Uh, maybe someone could post in the chat who the winning general inside was, just so we can post it up. Um, and next year. Next year would be. Um. Joe uh, has the same sort of comment I think a lot of people do. Joe Lemieux, he says, his ritual, poop before you shoot. (laughs) Before you shoot. That's awesome. Uh, Did you hand me sheets, Todd? Lisa Weber says, I see your cat. I don't know what you're talking about, Lisa. No, you guys don't have sheets for this. I'm not asking you guys yourself. Gotcha, gotcha, okay. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Joe, what about you? Do you have any any sort of quirks or, or rituals that you do? No, I just make sure my gear is organized in the last... And I always put my socks that I'm going to wear that day into my boots so that I always make sure I grab them. Oh, that's a good idea. Just put them on the top so that, you know, they're ready to go. So it's not superstition, but I do this because I am anxious about missing stuff. And I saw somebody posted it um, online earlier. Uh, I lay out sort of a floor mannequin. Yeah. And uh, of everything I need, like you sort of get the, the floor dressed... Uh, including all your gear, your guns, and stuff like that, and then you pack it into your gear bag afterwards. That way, you're you're assured that everything that you need is uh, is packed away. Uh, Sean Cap uh, says uh, Warsaw won. Chris was the general for that. Congratulations to them. And Team Tags uh, is still on their way home from Fulda. Well, hit really? that uh, hit that pedal to the metal. <laughs> And get where, that, where uh, did they, where why did don't they you, stop Why don't you Velcro the gas down <laughs> to the floor? <laughs> yeah. Um, Charles Holden says, I believe Crossfire built uh, them for Tipman, but I could be wrong, he says. Well, don't be putting false information up there, Mr. Holton. Um, John Jones says he traditionally plays with a hangover. <laughs> That's good. That's a good way to do it. Amen. Um, Dan... That Dan the Mailman says uh, his ritual, pregame ritual, is ibuprofen. That's postgame. <laughs> would that help? Taking ibuprofen before you go and work out? I was always told that you don't take ibuprofen after your workout because it diminishes your... I know this sounds like a gym word, your but it diminishes your gains <laughs> if you take ibuprofen. 
So I'm not the only one that's heard that before then? Yeah, no, I uh, I just use, uh, I actually have a THC CBD cream that I put on if I... Oh, if that's I, a good I've, idea. I've overdone it. Is that ibuprofen a vasodilator? How would that restrict gains? It doesn't make any sense. I, I don't know. Somehow it helps with the muscle recovery, and you don't want that. You want to tear your muscles. I no, don't you know. want recovery, so it's the tear and repair. Okay, okay. Yeah. So again, this is how often I go to the gym. I know it. I know it's deceiving because if you look at me, like I'm yes, uh, obviously I have. Uh, I'm just wearing a bulky sweater right now. My <laughs> if, pec, my pecs are If you if yeah. you really want to get up and go to the gym, uh, aspirin, uh, a caffeine pill, about 100 milligrams. And four milligrams of ephedrine. Is that what comes in those uh, those syringes? All the guys are using at the gym. Uh, yeah, yeah, that's it. That's it. No, just, that's just caffeine. That's I go to the Good Life different. Gym with my it's little tote bag, B. and they're all just juice in there. <laughs> yeah. Um, Dear God, Keith, get big before working out. <laughs> How do you count your reps? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, if you go to the gym, five thirty in the morning in that that parking lot. That's all it is. Really? Yeah. Okay. I know what. That's an industry I don't understand. Is the Be- before I go, we go on to actual paintball. Yeah. Uh, the hotel was at this this weekend has a. They call it techno gym, and it's all <laughs> autom- <laughs> It's all automated. Counts your reps, and it shows you like this little mouse ball thing in terms of uh, Neat. you know, um, how you're supposed to be like the the, the pace in terms of you're doing it. It's too complicated for me. Really? I. I- I would love to have a trainer because I walk into a gym and I wouldn't know what to do. So having a trainer would be good. But if that would work, having a digital. So Todd goes across. I go. Well, yes. I, I call my physiotherapy CrossFit because it happens to be at a CrossFit gym. Uh, Neb Nella says his uh, his ritual is spraying himself and his gear down with Rainex before he plays. Staying in Rhine. Rhine. <laughs> um, I also find that when I put my pods in my pod pack, I have to have them in certain areas facing a certain way. I don't. I guess that's ritualistic. Yeah. I guess I'd kind of do that for superstition. Do you insert um, it and take it out like three or four times? It's like when you get onto a plane, you touch the fuselage, Todd. I do. My whole family does that. I noticed this weekend because they've all been like seeing me do it forever. Oh, really? Yeah. So when you step off the jetway onto the plane as you're taking your first step, I always tap with my right hand the body of the plane just because it's always been good luck for me and i saw both my kids and my wife do it on the weekend and it's like okay they just well, but that was, for me it's something that, that was procedure oh i guess we have yeah to do that's that. what you do you buy a ticket you tap the plane does anyone else do that no why wouldn't you why would you <laughs> that's a better question it's clearly good luck <laughs> yeah. I, haven't, I, haven't, I haven't i haven't crashed a plane in yet <laughs> no because when i played hockey in college we had something called a sports psychologist that worked with us to show us how detrimental that is to performance. Oh, really? What rituals? Rituals are awful. Wow! Rich, having a ritual uh, before it? you play, if you don't finish it, automatically mentally sets you up for a loss before the day even starts. Yeah, I guess. What you need to do is say to yourself, vision, visualize the victory, visualize you winning. That does more for you than a ritual. Have faith in the fact that you have practice. So you have I, skill. You so have I need a vision that. board is what I need. So how Essentially, faith. that's what it is. It's that when you look at a more positive outlook rather than I have to do this, then you automatically set yourself up. For right. an easier um, and now that topic is dead. Thank you, Josh. <laughs> yeah. Archie Evans so says... all of you out there whose ritual is not waking up in the morning, chucking all your crap into a gear bag and hauling butt to the field, you're already setting yourself up for a crappy day. Yeah. Archie Evans says, always touch the fuselage. Bob Spicer says it's grounding. Yeah. TJ Brown says, I always double knot my shoes and change all my batteries before I hit the field. Makes sense. Absolutely. I don't even have batteries. each point. Yes, that's a little excessive. Um, what if this is as good as it gets? Zuby does that before he votes in U.S. elections. Says <laughs> Brian Foster. Hey, I voted in the last five U.S. elections. <laughs> You're not even a citizen. Mail-in ballot. It was no, all right. There's half America. So yeah. Dan Hardy says Coors Light in the parking lot ritual. Oh boy. Charles Holden, coffee and bacon. Yeah. Yeah. Shower beer in the morning before you head to the field. That's the I, only ritual you need. When I was competing, it was always an early morning poop. Had to be. Just nerves, I guess. Can you do but two poops? 
Uh, if you could. Yeah. The more you get out, the less you have to carry around the field. The second poop will get you every time. <laughs> so aerodynamic afterwards. As soon as you get in the car, it just comes knocking. Yeah. I would like, on an unrelated note, someone to come out with a pair of paintball pants made of corduroy. There's no, there's no stealth. <laughs> and on a hot day, it can cause a fire. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Some friction. Yeah, I don't know. That's a good team name. Team Friction. Some friction. Made out of corduroy. Paul Poston says, you guys need a better S63 uh, barrel system advertising poster. So that's- We work with the budget we got. <laughs> I forgot about that. Led, led sent us a piece of paper and a marker, and we made it. Well, they're our new favorite barrel. They're never right mind, here. We use them all the time, but the thing us. is- like I love Planet Eclipse, and I don't mean to say anything negative, but the S63, like I get what it stands for, but it doesn't roll off the tongue. You know what I mean? Like, like the French EMG lick. 100. And I, and I want you to be careful because you can be seeing LEDs very soon. I know. Hey, what happened to the I sign? Blah, 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 blah. We've talked about this before, the naming of paintball products. Yeah. Were you in French lick for a second? <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, that's where that comes from. Unfortunately, we have... Uh, we have a small memory on, on stuff, but the like goldfish. Yeah. So I have it up there so that I don't screw it up. Uh, respectfully, it's probably one of the best barrel systems out there. And if I'm butchering the name of it, I apologize. It was Bob Spicer in the chat is uh, putting up his uh, micro dosing protocol. Thank you for that. That's is nice. 200 milligrams really a microdose, though? <laughs> it is for the spitzer in the hot tub. 400 milligrams of lion's mane and 200 milligram caffeine tablets. After wow. Bob's been in the hot tub for a while, he's definitely microdosing. <laughs> He thought he was a hummingbee of some sort. <laughs> Does shrinkage happen in the hot tub? The, the reverse. It's a hot tub. It expands. <laughs> in beginning in the hot tub? Let's hope so for his sake. Paul Poston says Waffle House is his ritual afterwards. Okay. Uh, afterwards. Yeah, that's true. How many bad meals have you had after paintball? Like, Every after paintball, time. you're so hungry. It's like, let's go to Taco Bell. Bad move. Oh, it, I, I would say they're not, not bad moves, just poor choices. Because you're not like, hey, let's go get a salad, guys. It's yeah, like, yeah, let's yeah. go to the moose and get the item on the menu that has the most amount of cheese. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> then wonder why I have to drive home quickly. Yeah. Um, all right. Well, why don't we move on, ladies and gentlemen? We're going to have uh, another topic in just a moment. But before we do that, can I tell you guys about Planet Eclipse? From the point man to the podium, Planet Eclipse Performance paintball hardware and gear is designed, manufactured, and perfected to operate when the pressure is on or when there is no pressure at all. Get Planet Eclipse, ladies and gentlemen, and take on the world. E.G., the Smoke Grenade Company has been providing the players, the playmakers, the photographers, and the storytellers with battlefield brilliance, brilliant colors, and creating wonderfully brilliant tales since 2005. Make sure your next adventure includes E.G. Hashtag Pop Smoke. Arabs give inflation a whole new meaning. Designed, manufactured, and handcrafted in America by Brent Davis and his team. They have stainless steel hardware, thick welded seams, and will keep everybody in play all day. So get Arabs and stay up at Arabs.com. Ruthless are a versatile crew of industry vets and innovative enthusiasts dedicated to producing not just outstanding products, but also outstanding customer service. Use our promo code BTB15 to save. 15% off your next order. Exalt, taking accessories and gear to the next level. Get Exalt for the next level design, products, and materials. Whether you're a beginner, upgrading, or a pro breaking out, get Exalt, which is available worldwide. DLX Technologies, creators of the TM40 marker and accessories used by some of the best, light, sleek, and fast. The TM40 only, available from DLX. Whether you're riding on pavement, pathways, sand, or gravel, you can blaze your own trail with a one wheel. Before you ride off into the sunset or sunrise, use the promo code BTB10 to save 10% off your new ride at ride519.com. Is everything bigger in Texas? It is at Tank's Big Man Adventure Park, Houston's one stop for all ages action. Tank hits its targets every time with Jelly Ball, Low Impact and Regular Paintball, Airsoft, and Axe Throwing. Book your next adventure with the Big Man. Hashtag get tanks. There we go. So thank you to all of our awesome sponsors. And uh, yeah, if it wasn't for them, you guys would be doing something better tonight. Like all they right. did last week. <laughs> yeah. How did you guys enjoy last week? Did you guys like having a, a night off? It was kind of nice. A little slice of heaven, buddy. Yeah, I don't yeah. know why I show up here every week. <laughs> it was not so bad. <laughs> 
It's nice, but you know what? When I sat down today to start working on stuff, I'm like, oh, there's a show tonight. This is going to be good. I did miss it because I was away for two weeks, right? Yeah, so yeah. Um, I almost forgot what it was like to see you people in, in, in real life. By the way, can, uh, I know you were away uh, two weeks, but congratulations on the prices. Yeah, I, do, I, I Well, I, was, <laughs> I, watched, I watched the show on the Tuesday, and uh, I, I was a little nervous there, but yeah, I came through in the clutch. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I like how Gavin did his own bids, phoned them into Todd. <laughs> Yeah. Steve says uh, he missed the show. I appreciate that, ladies and gentlemen. Same with Lisa Weber. Um, Yeah, we should put up a rerun on Monday nights. I mean, Lord knows we have 627 other other shows we could have put up. 418. Just throw that up, and then people wouldn't even know the difference. Random show. Oh, uh, Archie Emmons says the best show was last week. Best show ever. I would agree. There you go. (laughs) Uh, Charles watched Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure. Excellent. Yeah. T.J. Brown, first show for me here. Nice. Well, welcome, T.J. Brown. Uh, I don't think we'll see him next week. I don't think so. Yeah. First first time watcher, last time. (laughs) Last time watcher. (laughs) (laughs) So find something better to do next week. So why don't we switch gears, ladies and gentlemen, and we'll move on to uh, another topic we wanted to talk about, and and is, is there something that you guys carry with you that maybe that you don't need on the field? And now, granted, this guy is a bad example. He has... I don't even know what this he's carrying. This isn't real, is it? Like that's gotta be Photoshop, right? It's no, that's stage, uh, that's a marine. I don't know. I couldn't come up with an excuse. A marine. <laughs> he's got a lot of stuff. I saw this. He's in the gravy seals. <laughs> <laughs> Matt's been waiting the whole show, and it was well worth oh, it. Oh, well done. He's Matt. like, please go to the topic. Please go to the topic. Please go to the topic. That was good. Um, I I think I saw this on an airsoft meme. The picture, really? That doesn't look like an airsoft athlete. <laughs> so I, I don't where know. their uh, motto is "Semper Fudge." <laughs> you, you can't almost as good as Matt. You can't but... top Matt. Just move on. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let him have his moment. Gravy seals. That's funny. <laughs> Maybe he gives Navy foot long signals. If you look, <laughs> <laughs> you just warned Josh. <laughs> I just thought of it. I had to get it out. You're only going to hurt yourself. <laughs> let Matt be. Yeah. Do you think uh, Arby's makes his MRE? <laughs> Just why did you quit while you're ahead? Just move on. <laughs> Come on. We're going to beat this dead horse. Oh, boy. Matt, I'm still with you, buddy. Matt's going to take this post, this poster and he's just going to put gravy seals up on there and, and then That's post amazing. it as his own meme. I'm surprised he hasn't left the studio. He leaves on a high note. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wow. Uh, he's out. Why no T-bone? <laughs> yeah. All right. Keep All moving. right. So, guys, what is something that you guys carry that you probably don't need on the playing field? Um, yeah, let's have a look. Uh, Bobby Dow says stress. <laughs> Yeah, that's a tough one. Yeah, that'll happen. And uh, Mike says uh, his barrel plug. Yeah, I I mean, it sucks having a barrel plug in your pocket, but on the same token, like, I don't want someone else's used one out of a bucket. I want my own. And uh, yeah, yeah. I do like to travel as light as I can. I know some of you guys that play like a Milsim style that have the more realistic look that look far better than I do, you know, have more widgets and gizmos and stuff, but they it, they look cool. I just it looks cool, but it's all functional. Yeah, yeah, it's true. I I just kind of like when I go out, I want to have my keys and my phone. That's it. I don't want to have a backpack or a fanny Do pouch your or like in case you want to lose something else. I don't want to have a spare set of batteries in case someone needs a double A battery for something. Like, do you know what I mean? Like, I I always trim down as far as, far the, as I jo- can go. Jovani Trinus. He says he carries Who? a microfiber, and in 18 years, he's ever, actually, never actually used it on the field because he always cleans his oh, lens okay. off the yeah. field. But I carry a microfiber. If, if I'm playing beside like a, a little kid or something, they have a big paint spot in the middle of their goggles, I, I will wipe their goggles off yeah. so they can see better. To, I agree, and I used to carry microfiber, but I didn't like the, the, the ones that you get from the hardware store that you fold before, and they're just too big to have in your pocket. I, I want... I used to have a hybrid one that was really paper thin. I want to get back to carrying one of those because that would be far less in your pocket. Um, M Frano seventy eight says, uh, "What stress? What what? The extra gear that he carries on the field is the weight of being my mom's most successful child." <laughs> <laughs> That's amazing. Uh, Kevin Haystack Nelson says, uh, "Those shots of Tito's in my bag." <laughs> well, we shouldn't carry that out. Yep. Charles Holton says, "Air horn." 
Uh, Jeff yeah. Sanders says a pistol sidearm. Probably not going to use it, but yeah, you never know. Lisa Rose says her inhaler. <laughs> no, you do need that, I think, is a good idea. Yeah. Steve Myers. No, I, I'm going to leave that one alone. Jeff Thompson says my phone at 8.05 p.m. on Mondays. <laughs> uh, Charles Holton says his harmonica. Yeah, you probably shouldn't take that out. Yeah. Uh, Phoenix says that's why I have a little uh, HK micro. It's smaller, soft on one side, and pilled on the other side. Yeah, that's probably what Oh, I what need. a liar. Keith Kissel well, says no, no, he carries no. his Earlier, Phoenix, Phoenix said a ramrod on a bungee. You can't change your mind. Pick uh, one. That's true. George Hay says his dignity. <laughs> um, here's something. Ransom Gertrand. I carry an entrenching tool and usually an empty canteen on my belt from, from my mag fed setup. I often get odd looks for the shovel, especially if I ever pull it out. Huh. But that's to offset the weight of my magazine so my belt doesn't droop and sag in the front. It definitely wouldn't be necessary, though, if I had more modern... If he had a more modern, practical belt setup okay. than a surplus belt from the 70s. The canteen is mostly decorative, but occasionally he'll fill it with extra round ball or F first strike round if he's expecting to shoot a lot. That's Just good. needs to figure a way to carry his 13-ounce tank. There's a fine line between carrying stuff you don't need, but also pulling out a, a, an actual look, right? Like a tactical look. Um, now, what do I carry on the field that I don't need? Paint. You can't shoot from the dead box. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Um, by the way, we'll give Matt credit again. Uh, M. Frano, we read his comment already. He said, the weight of being my mom's most successful child. Well, Matt responded. He said, uh, also carrying the weight of this guy's mom. <laughs> <laughs> what the hell is wrong with you, bitch? <laughs> yeah. Jeez. <laughs> um, Jason Diff says, serrated medical scissors in Gerber multi-tool from Boy Scouts some distant past. Great for cutting macro line paint bags and any other MacGyver-ish things that come about. But I feel something like that is great to bring to the field. Just maybe not on the field. I carry a knife on the field all the time. Do you? No. What, what have you used it for? I'm not mocking you. I just, I'm asking. Like, no. Have you had a chance to use it for anything? Uh, either cutting cake or stabbing a mofo. Oh, that's we've, nice. cut some, <laughs> we've cut some armband tape off. Armband tape, zip ties before. off. Yeah. Electrical okay. tape. Uh, uh, Randall Barlow says, to be honest, I've never lived long enough to use a fourth pod, but yet I always just seem to bring it. <laughs> yeah. Uh, TJ Brown says, remember the little fan that went on the top of your JT masks? I think I had my mask for over 10 years. Damn thing never worked. There is a battery that needs to go in that. You no, need to put a battery in it. It was wonderful <laughs> at turning double A's into noise. Yes. Yeah. Um, well, the, what, the bad thing about that story is it had a large toggle switch. So if you put your mask in your gear bag, nine times out of ten, you turn correct. your mask on or your fan on and you don't hear it. And then the next week you go to use your mask and it's dead again. Did you ever have one of those JT Crossfire bags, like the um, square ones that you could put your Spectres in or your Crossfires that zip down the front and you put it in? It was like a hard hard cover. I, I wonder if I have one of those somewhere. I do like the fact that Exalt has those out. Yeah. Um and I know it, like when I first saw it, I'm like, okay, I don't need a thing to hold my goggles. But then I thought about it. It's like, well, you do. That's actually a really good idea. And they're microfiber um, goggle bag as like well. You, after yeah. you wash your goggles and they dry, you can put them away without putting the lenses in until you get to the field too. So you can yeah. put, the len put the kind of lens in depending on the color, whether it's overcast or things like that as well. Yeah. Uh, Bob Spicer says, tools on the field. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. Most fields won't let you. Most tournaments won't let you take any sort of tools in the yeah. field. Yeah. Um, I have two working fans. Clear and black says Dan and Hardy. Look at you. You with all that fan money. That those fans were made of the same plastic as the original view loaders. Yeah, yeah. So they'll last. They, they would take hits. They'll last indefinitely. Yeah. The, yeah, the first generation JT fans were amazing. You could yeah. stand on them. Um. State of Zane says uh, one thing he takes on the field that he doesn't really need is his regret. Um, also, I would beg to differ. Most people take sidearms on the field and don't usually use them. I'm not saying they never use them, but it's one of those things that they seldom use. When you use it and you're successful, it's the greatest thing ever. And I understand why you would take it on the field. But I wonder if that would be up there on the list of things you don't necessarily need. It's true. Um, 
Nebnello says my scenario slug rocket launcher until I need it and I don't have it. Then I sit there as the tank or mech rolls by uh, trying not to be seen. Yeah. Yeah. Just trying to think what else. Do you guys have anything more on your sheets still? Um, Mike Thompson, to the field, I have a box with enough O-rings to rebuild all of my markers about 40 <laughs> times. Yeah. The, the O-15s might limit that number with a couple of the spiders I have. Yeah. Um, You're bringing everything in the field just in case something goes down and it doesn't go down. I've taken an extra CO2 tank on the field. Back when I used to play with the Sheridan, I'd have a 12 or a 9-ounce tank, and then I'd have a 7-ounce tank or a 4-ounce tank, whatever the little stubby was. You could put that in your... And i put that in yeah. my, my tactical vest, and then if you ran out, at least you'd have maybe another 50 shots you could get off of that. We used to um, run our mini mags and also our... Um the V the car sixty eights made by Protein Products. We would run those on three, three and a half fives, yeah. three and a half ounce tanks, and we would carry extra three and a half ounce ta- tanks in the those e- the drop eagle pouch. the eagle drop down flashbang pouches on our thighs. So we'd have yeah. four three and a half ounce tanks on our on our bodies, like one on the gun, and then didn't someone th- we know used to carry a grocery bag on the field? To collect his extra pods before we had dump pouches. Yes. The yes. No, there was dump pouches. <laughs> they just weren't big enough. Hey, John Jones says, I've got a red dot sight on my EMF 100. Never looked down at it yet. Yeah, but they look cool. They look good. Like, I, I agree that you probably don't need it, but on the same token, it looks cool and it's part of your kit. And it, it's like the water canteen. Okay, I get it, but it's still kind of cool looking. Um, I think if you've got an EM, if you've gone into trouble to buy an EMF 100 and jazz it up a little, I think it deserves to have a red dot on it or some kind of yeah, flashlight or something, just for it, just for pure aesthetics. Exactly, because you don't need it. That damn gun is ridiculously accurate. You don't need a sight for it, especially with the X63 barrel system. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I, I I've taken tape on the field before, electrical tape because I had an egg loader and it was kind of, the feed neck was kind of munched on it. Mm. So every once in a while I'd have to do a little repair work on it, but it was sort of like, that was a necessity at the time. Another necessity. I used to take duct tape on the field to shut you up, but (laughs) it just didn't work. Didn't work. I was all sweaty. (laughs) (laughs) Um, One thing I took on the field that I regret now is we used to have these, I'm going to call them fishnet, but they're not scarves. Or those like a sni- the sniper hoods? No, I know what you're talking about. Yeah, and we used to like wear them as like a like a neck protector, but they were so goddamn hot. In and uh, yeah, but we wear they look cool. They definitely looked cool. Um, that those things predated Shemas. They did sniper scarf. No, no, I, I would suspect yeah. Shemas were around. It just look wasn't at popular. Yeah, they weren't. They weren't. They weren't <laughs> imported they by the Delta Force. Yeah, they hadn't made their made their way over here yet. That's quick typing from Wrinkle Fingers in the live chat. <laughs> sniper sniper scarf. Oh well, Bob, how long do you stay in the hot tub? I'm not a hot tub guy, so I don't get. I don't know, but like, is it like a ten minute thing? Is it an hour thing? Is, Can you stay in it longer than that? Is everything pruned? <laughs> is it an after show thing? Yep. <laughs> well, I'm just he's he's there. I'm I'm very curious. I want to follow the Spitzer um, Hot Tub podcast. Ooh. Um. Keith Kaminsky says when I played Wreck, I used to carry a Squad Buster. Oh, there we oh, go. <laughs> and an M69 grenade. I was always waiting for the perfect opportunity to bug. Was so cheap. Yeah. So I would almost say that about smoke grenades, but I love using smoke grenades. And smoke grenades are more useful than paint grenades, but they still have the time. They still have the opportunity to throw and go nowhere and do nothing. But when a smoke grenade works, man, it works. Works great. Um, paint grenades, and not, and not, not just to plug because you're a sponsor. Anola Gay is leaps and bounds over any other smoke in the, on the market yeah. that I've ever experienced before. Well, it's funny. Um, we paintball is such a small market for Enola Gay. No, no, for sure. Um, yeah. In fact, they that's kind of why they changed their name to Smoke Grenades, I assume, because more more, more the videography and the film industry, yeah. they use it for sure. Um, any good soup takes several hours? Like spice or soup. Gotcha. Okay. <laughs> he said two hours. Holy cow. That's fast food, Spisser. <sighs> That's a good soak. Do you think he's like 
you think his skin is just hanging off of when he gets out of the hot tub? <laughs> How long? Do, I don't know. I'm just whatever. I'm waiting for the behind the bunker hot tub episode now. <laughs> if we were to do that, I'm up for that. But we'd have to have at least two separate hot tubs, like one for me, and then whoever else wants to go like on the I said, other one. That's got to be I'm, that. That hot tub has to be shocked three times before I go into it. Yes, I don't like bacteria factories, but. Josh likes to play toe footsies in the hot tub, and I just don't. And you know you're supposed to wear a bathing suit, Josh, right? In a hot tub? No, you're not. It's like, oh, there's a lot of bubbles. I haven't turned them on yet. <laughs> yeah. Uh, you know, the gay MK35 flashbangs are super handy, too, says Bob. Yeah, I agree. I, I wouldn't know. Yeah, I haven't had the opportunity <sighs> for a while. Damn, Canada. Phoenix, are you going to be in? Uh, are you going to be at World Cup this year? Uh, didn't have a chance to ask you that before. Depends on how long she keeps you in the hot tub. Says oh. Colin Perrin. Five hot tubs, five locations. I'm in. <laughs> <laughs> Perfect. Yeah. Now that's something I could support. It's questionable at best. Yeah, but the thing is, he'd run at a hot tub, so like I'd be the guy that got like the foot bath one. I'm thinking a turtle pool with some boiling oh, water. I'd just be kind of sitting the, halfway in this with like a half a cheek. <laughs> Joe gets a cup of water, warm water. <laughs> oh, that's Jesus. <laughs> I got Mr. Noodles in there as well. <laughs> Josh gets a mop bucket. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I'll just go for the live show from the hot tub, says Phoenix. Yeah. Focus, boys. Paintball, says Jeff Thompson. <laughs> Thank you. Thank All you, right. Jeff. Well, I think that brings us to the end of our focus focus uh, time anyways, ladies and gentlemen. We're about the end of our podcast. If you guys have tuned in for the very first time, uh, TJ, I'm looking at you. Uh, thank you, and hopefully you guys enjoyed what you uh, were listening to or watching. If you want to listen to the whole thing, you can download this as a podcast anywhere you get your podcast, Spotify, uh, Alexa, any of those places. Um, yeah, just search uh, Paintball and search up Behind the Bunker. We're, we're going to do now, ladies and gentlemen, is we're going to stay broadcasting over on YouTube. We're going to say goodbye to all of our friends on Facebook. We're going to sh- record just a quick after show slash podcast for the podcast listeners. So if you guys are watching us on Facebook, uh, thank you for joining us. Maybe hit that like and share on your way out. And we'll see you guys uh, next week. Don't be a freeloader. If you liked what you hear, make sure to hit the share button below. Also follow us on our social media outlets like Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, ICQ, and now MySpace. If you want to join the conversation, post your comments and we might read them on the show. All right. Well, that was a fun show. It was something. Dual topics. That was good. Dual, I, dual topics. I, I have to, we have to come up with something unique for a topic next week because I have one guy that keeps chirping about our topic, so... We'll have to see if we can fix him for next week. So if you guys have any ideas, let but us know. the chirp. Know. The chirp. <laughs> I know. So whatever. Um, so yeah, if you guys are at World Cup uh, this week, come by and say hello. Uh, I'll try to bring some stickers and some stuff with me if I can. Um, are you going to uh, meet um, Gun Tech? Uh, Marcello? Marcello? Yeah, he's going to be <laughs> there be the doing gun time, tech for yeah. Planet Eclipse. And you should at least meet him and take a picture. He's from Brazil. Yeah. Uh, last uh, time I was down there, I he gave him a gift, uh, yeah. Behind the Bunker t-shirt. Oh, good. He was quite happy about that. Maybe he'll be sporting it. We'll see. And Leds uh, reached out and asked if we were if uh, we were coming down. I said I, I would. He's disappointed that he won't see all you guys, but he's coming to World Cup, so that's kind of cool. And I saw Jack Wood went to full the gap. I saw that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So, so maybe he'll make the, uh, the trek over as well. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So whatever. Well, that that'll be fine. I have you guys heard of anything coming out at World Cup? I know Die had something they had said. I have you know what it's uh at least I'm not in the know, but it people are pretty tight-lipped about what's uh what's going to be dropped, but I'm pretty excited about that. I want to see all the new wares and uh, yeah. in, in the fun toys. So yeah. It's pretty bad when the most exciting thing that got released in paintball this year was from Exalt. And it's a microfiber, dual-sided microfiber How's bag. How is that sad? That's, that's exciting. That's sad it all. is exciting. But I'm saying, like, it's not is, very like, often something comes out that's actually innovative and new. Like, you can say, oh, yeah, this is the new version of, uh, of the marker. We've taken uh, 0.5 of an ounce off of it. Yeah. Ooh, cutting edge. But, yeah, it's, in, it, but it, it's in it's, green now. It's yeah. red. Yeah. And like, I get no. it. It's hard. Okay, so let's put ourselves in that position. Let's hard. say we are R&D for any paintball company. 
we've talked, we've beaten into 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 the ground that we want to see some sort of a heads up display for goggles. We've talked about a proper helmet and goggle combo. But let's put those two aside. Is there anything else that we can come up with that would be an innovative idea or something that someone wanted? I still think that we I want to see an Etha that has some rails on it to make it look a little more military, tactical looking, so that a guy who can't really afford maybe and and you know the the full-on guns he can get that and still put a scope on it you know that sort of thing well we saw kids putting or even adults putting scopes on cronuses so it, you yeah. know and they're yeah. all transferable so when you buy you buy a, your next marker up then you take your red dot or your scope and you put it on your new marker so it's all it's all transferable yeah. so so for me um, you know people competing then with Valken in terms of their battery gun Let's get more manufacturers behind the technologies, see yeah. how they can squeeze every ounce of performance and make this happen on a larger scale. Yeah, battery tech is going see, leaps and bounds every year. I have one problem with that, though. Okay. Have you all bought a new drill battery lately? No, I don't use mine enough. I replaced the drill battery of mine, Bosch, with that 4 Ampire. $272. Yeah, they ain't cheap. And they, apparently the amount used to fire, like, actual rail guns and paintball guns and stuff is significantly higher so i th- it would be cool to see that technology but i'm also looking at the battery pack going it could be a few quite a few hundred yeah. dollars just for the battery okay yeah. but but having said that when we talk about expanding the sport into areas that um you know compressed air or co2 may not be as accessible they might not yeah. have hydro either right and it's like so if yeah. if you can invest in a a cheaper battery yeah. that is consistent and works, and I think that's going to to grow the sport We've all in come areas see, that are. Yeah. I would rather buy another tank in the bike pump. <laughs> all right. We've all complained about Modern having loaders came on guns, it. right? Like hoppers. So they, you can go uh, get away from that by doing magfed now. But we can't get away from that bloody tank. But if we have an electric gun, the 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 batteries may be built into the gun somehow, some way. I mean. I'm not coming up with the how-to. I'm just coming up with the no, idea, sure, which is sure. the yeah. easy thing. But um, it would be cool and neat. But I, super cool. I would be worried about playing like half a day and having to have a second battery. Yeah. You know what? When we were youngsters and we didn't have bad mustaches, Joe, we used to play airsoft and carry carry extra extra batteries Ooh. as well. What yeah. about? Okay, so you've got a remote coil. Why not have a battery pack on your vest? You could do and that. Have a little extension cord, if you will. You know, go into your gun. I know it sounds cheesy, but if you're going to play with a corded remote, anyways, you could have a battery backpack, battery pack. I guess. Yeah. yeah. You can run off Milwaukee batteries or Dewalt batteries. Now that 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 would be game changing because it's already on the market and accessible. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Or at least an adapter that you can snap on the top yeah, to one of the pockets. Yeah. Which yeah. Which so what I have a Dyson cordless Dyson back. Listen to me, hoity-toity, and yeah, that's clean my mansion with, clean, with a clean with house. Battery doesn't last very long, Dyson. and it, and it turns to crap. But you can go on Amazon and buy or Etsy and buy the 3D printer things that will replace that battery, so you can put either a Dewalt battery or a, a Milwaukee or an Eco or or whatever the other. Uh, what's the blue one? Not Makita. Milwaukee, Makita. Thank you. Um, any of those batteries, and then give your bat your vacuum a, a longer life. So, why not? Why not? So piggybacking, um, piggybacking off already original or already existing technology would be a great way to for for a company to get yeah. into the market and make it more accessible. Hey, Bob Spicer says, Josh, those batteries are all margin for the retailer. Uh, take it from an X Depot guy. X really. I didn't know you quit. So, uh, sorry, I didn't know you got fired. Was, yeah, the hot was, down, was getting in the way of his hot tubbing. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's too bad. He's not wrong, though. Like, the cells that actually go inside them, they're pretty standard size for absolutely everything. And you can just buy the cells cheaper. But. Well, even Tesla, they're made up of, like, thousand little AA batteries. Now, they're not yeah, yeah. AA's, but yeah. if you're going to look at them, Nickel that's metal cladium, that's all they are. It's just a giant battery pack. There's a guy in the factory who just sits there and goes, click, click. Yeah. Like, yeah. If you take a Milwaukee battery apart, it's just filled with a yeah. 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 Um so I don't know what else could we come up with that would be innovative. And again, those electric guns are maybe not necessarily ready today. The, the technology might not be there, but 
I think it would be cool, but there are other things that I'd like to see in paintball first. Yeah, such as the helmet. Oh, the new yeah, the new goggle and new helmet. Wow. And Valken's going to have the new ripsaw. Ripsaw there. Yes, mag fed gun. And let's not forget, it would be really nice. I mean, super duper awesome. Nice if we could have some six eight caliber paint again. (laughs) You keep saying that it's long gone, my friend. It's over. I know. I just I keep thinking about it. I, when I I was a summer student working at Toyota, and they're explaining how they were sourcing out parts in Canada, and the same part companies were sending them to like GM and Ford and all that stuff. And Toyota said we need these flywheels to be this dimension, and they were like, Go plus or minus what? And the Japanese people were like, no. Four hundred millimeters. And they're like, yeah, plus or minus like one or two millimeters. The Japanese people couldn't understand why you'd build a part with plus or Tolerance. minus tolerances <laughs> in them because it's perfection. <laughs> so they ended up purchasing their own factory and making their own flywheels. And that's it. I just I look at paintball the same way, and I just I don't understand how we can say we play six eight caliber paintball, and there hasn't been a six eight um, caliber paintball. Made in yeah. a long time. You misheard them. It's six eight caliber ish. Ish, like a six eight caliber five ish. Yeah, light. There's um on that note. I, I was watching. I'm this. surprised they haven't done the whole thing where it's like, well, when we make it, it comes out six eight, and then it shrinks just a little bit in the drying process. I follow this car guy, and he was talking about the Lamborghini, and there's one turn signal on the front left, I guess, or right, whatever, on the front of the car. And it's a. It, if you look at it really closely, it has the Ford logo on it because they've taken the Ford off of like a. It's the a focus, focus mat. Yeah. 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 And I it. They've, yeah. It, happen, then, it happens more often than you think. Actually. Yeah, and yeah. as it should. And if you look at some of the like the Prevost buses and stuff like that, they have like Chevy Tahoe, um, reverse lights and brake lights and stuff. Yeah. Uh, double stacked on top of each other. Yep. So I mean, good for them. Why not? Right. Uh, the Go buses that are in Toronto, those are Corvette taillights. Oh. The round ones? Oh, that's right, because the front ones They're flip front- up when you turn the bus on. <laughs> or when it rains, the little wipers come out like a Volvo. And I thought the, Delor- uh, the uh, go-buses have DeLorean doors. I, <laughs> I want a go-bus with a gullwing door on it. They're supposed to be coming out with a new version of the DeLorean. Really? Yeah, so some guy bought the Delo- yeah. all the DeLorean parts in existing AMC. inventory, and uh, I thought it was a guy. And it was AMC over. No, he purchased AMC. Yeah, okay. Yeah, but then they're looking at coming out with a new. Who cares? But no, but no. The, <laughs> the disappointing part was he wasn't going to make it out of stainless steel. He was going to make it out of fiberglass. Hmm. Yeah, it is even worse. All right, ladies and gentlemen, here's where we're at. It's the end of our show. Uh, you guys talked more paintball in the after show than in the the proper show. All right, we'll just edit it. <laughs> Gavin's yeah. fault. I'll put this at the beginning of the podcast. <laughs> By the time we get to the regular show, it'll we be... Didn't, we didn't do prices right, so Gavin decided to derail the after show with actual paintball. And we'll, as we edit this, we'll talk about Spitzer right now. That's right. Uh, and is he <laughs> saggy right now? <laughs> I have to admit, uh, hopefully people will be appreciative of seeing our podcast back up. I watch like some YouTube people and I listen to podcasts on a weekly basis. And if they miss a week for whatever reason, it really throws you off. I guess it'd be like if your favorite show was off for the week because there's a holiday or something like that. So hopefully you guys can uh, pick back up where you left off. Um, um, just a word to the wise. If you guys ever decide to start trying a hot tub and stuff and you're going to have some beverages, bring a bottle opener. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, you don't want to Many tear your nights, skin I off. woke up the next morning and went, what the? Is this stigmata? <laughs> you look at your hand and it's just like pure stigmata. Like, oh, yeah. It was bad. And what happened to Jesus when he was in the hot tub? All right, Gavin, thank you for being on the show. Great to be here, folks. Thank you so much for your support, listening to this nonsense each and every week. And you guessed it. We'll be here next week, too. So make sure you download this or listen to us live. It truly is nonsense. Paul Poston says the price is wrong, Bob. Uh, thank Joe, Joe for being on the show. Thanks everyone for tuning in tonight, and we'll see you next week. And next week will be garbage, garbage. Tonight is just green bin and blue bin. But until then, see you soon. Pew pew. And uh, Josh is a uh, I'm not gonna lie, I can't get hot tub Jesus out of my mind now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he'd be a good good guy to have a hot tub conversation with. Uh, thank you, Matt, for pushing buttons, and uh, we'll see all you guys next week.